The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out save the dates? Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find Welcome to our June 2020 edition of Winners and Losers on the Voices of Search podcast. Today, we're going to take a look back on the month and talk about some of the trends behind some of the biggest movers, shakers, and slackers in the SEO world. Joining us for Winners and Losers is Tyson Stockton, the Vice President of Search Metrics' Service Department. Tyson manages Search Metrics' SEO content and client success organizations and outside of shepherding Search Metrics' largest and most strategic clients to SEO success. He's dug through the search metric suite to help you understand who's making moves in the SEO community. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Okay, here's my monthly sit down with Searchmetrics' Vice President of Services, Tyson Stockton. Tyson, welcome to Winners and Losers on the Voices of Search podcast. What's going on, Ben? Thanks for having me back. Hey, we're midway into summer. Are you out going to lots of parties and barbecues? Not not quite yet. I wouldn't say hitting the parties or the large gatherings, but definitely uh, yeah, getting outside as much as I can for sure. I have barbecued. I have not gone to a barbecue. Does that count <laughs> yeah. for anything? <laughs> yeah, same boat. Obviously, we're still feeling the effects of the outbreak of the coronavirus. We're also in the middle of the summer. Everybody's off from school. It's a little bit of a dead period for most brands when you think about the summer haze. Tell me what you're seeing in the SEO landscape, and how is this different than the typical summer? I mean, there's the elephant in the room this summer of COVID. So, I mean, there's certainly that. Yeah, I mean, I'd say it's a it's a really odd one, both in the form of where businesses are at, working remote, like that all aspects. I mean, I'd advocate as much as possible to people to keep up the momentum, 
we've talked about this in webinars or other podcasts, it can be challenging keeping motivation and kind of like morale high during times when people could be like burnt out. But you know, the opportunities there, we're seeing some businesses really hit strides. And for example, like if I was in e-commerce, this is a really critical summer. Like some segments within e-commerce had harder, easier times than others. But I think a lot of them are going to be looking at Q4 and that's going to be a critical time to make and break the year. So the work that people put in right now this summer is going to pay dividends later. This is the traditional summer slowdown. It's also the time for you to work on those big projects, right? Hopefully there's not a lot of ground shaking changes in your SEO results. So that allows you to work on infrastructure while the rest of the world, you know, parties and sleeps and goes to barbecues. Let's talk about some of the things that we've seen happening in terms of SEO results. Have we been seeing lots of fluctuations in the last month? There has been. So obviously there's a ton of movement last month. We got a nice little kind of break in the conversation from the COVID and we're able to talk more specifically around the algorithm, which... You know, you did have this blending of like, okay, is this an algorithm impact or was this change of search behavior? So that was an interesting spin on this algorithm update or this last one. And this month, we also saw some interesting movements. I'd say overarching, like if we took a look outside of necessarily industries, which we'll get into, and typically that's how we frame our conversations, but Looking at on a very macro level, it's like we just took the absolute winners and losers from our research cloud and looked at it every week for the last month. In this last week in particular, it was really interesting seeing a fair amount of movement on some government domains like the .gov ones, which we can touch in within some of like the health-related queries, but there was some significant movement there. And then also looking at some of the reverse of the loser side, there was kind of a trend of a lot of editorial news sites, which, you know, a few months back we were talking about being in the winners category. So in particular, in this last week, a fair amount of movement from the .gov domains and then the negative side of that, some more editorial, not as scientific, maybe like content taking a little bit more of a challenge in that time. Not to go down the political rabbit hole, but is this Google basically saying the term du jour fake news that the editorial sites are not real news and the government sites are actually reporting more valuable information. Is this a correlation? Is it a causation? How are the two related? Yeah, I mean, I would say more correlation at this point, you know, so it's like Google's chugging along as far as their development goes. They haven't slowed down on their rollouts. You know, there's a lot of people in the community being like, was it right that they put out an algorithm update? And it's like, well, it's pretty business as usual for them. So it's like this year, they've continued to understand how they're able to determine relevancy, how they're able to determine intent, what they're matching those to, and then who's rewarding, you know, and who's content satisfying that. And to me, all this is just a continuation of those efforts. And there is a heightened kind of significance to the times that we're in now. And I think like the ranking shifts kind of reflect that. And so if we wanted to start off talking about some of these .gov sites, you know, like the CDC, they jumped up 10% this last week. You know, we also have not necessarily a government site, but still I would say a pretty like high authority site within education. So like the University of Michigan Health.org site was up 32%. And then things like Medicare.gov, you know, they jumped up 56% just in this last week. So you're having this kind of 
trend of these like authoritative, more just like technical medical sites that are backed by either government, large university organizations, and those kind of that are winning. And then kind of on the downside of a similar face, medicalnewstoday.com, which is a little more lighter, a little more editorial format. Those ones, you know, we saw it took a 10% decrease. So I wouldn't say it's something that's like totally new. And it's like there's elements that we've seen before, but it was in this last month a little bit of a ratcheting up in those areas and seeing more separation between the authoritative medical sites versus the more informational news oriented medical sites. I would make the argument that it's not necessarily government sites that are prioritized, but the more authoritative health sites. It seems like there's a common thread between CDC, the University of Michigan, right? Those are the sites that are going up and the less authoritative medical content, right? Like the non-study-backed, non-research-backed medical content is taking a backseat. Have you seen, you know, Healthline and WebMD? Has there been an impact with any of those brands as well? But there's been some movement, but not nearly as much. So like those big medical sites, the WebMDs, Mayo Clinics, a little bit of movement, but nothing too substantial. So like WebMD down 5% the previous week's pretty flat. Mayo Clinic, two weeks of low single digit, you know, two and 3% declines. But, you know, before that, they were on an upward trend. So it's like, those ones I would say have been relatively more stable in this. It's those second tier ones where you're seeing more movement. And to further expand out other winners in this, let's call it like a medical kind of space is like the FDA.gov, SSA.gov, FTC.gov, and then also like Medicare.gov. All of those sites are up between you know, 15 and the most significant one, medicare.gov up 56%. So that's really where you're seeing like the movement. And then, you know, another one that shares a lot of similar keywords, medscape.com down 13%, pretty significant drop. The other one that's been on a steady decline over the last few weeks, goodrx.com down 5%. So I think that's really where you're seeing the consistencies and the similar trends. As with the way of the world right now, the trend is that there is a moving and shaking when we think about how people think about their health, about the content related to health. Have you seen fluctuations outside of the obvious COVID impacted terms? Or is there anything happening in e-commerce, in content, in entertainment? Yeah, e-commerce was a kind of interesting one this last month. And what I mean by that is, you know, first... We saw previously a lot of winners and we talked about it in our algorithm update. A lot of the big 10 e-commerce sites were up. Since then, over the last month, there was like some stability between the big 10, but we saw a few come back down. But more interesting, over the last, I'd say, four weeks, we've also seen some changes in mobile visibility versus their desktop visibility. And this stood out a little bit because it was largely across the board. And so there wasn't a clear winner. And you saw some smaller sites that were, you know, a little more specialty to specific terms that were still doing well. But there was really, yeah, quite a few interesting things. Because one, if you're thinking like, okay, maybe mobile search demand's gone down. Well, that didn't really pan out because 
If you looked at really niche retailers that maybe within a category that's trending up, we still saw similar single-digit declines over the last three weeks in mobile visibility ranking. We did detect some changes with Amazon acquiring some more stacked rankings. So that was an interesting piece on that. Lauren on our DSG team, she was looking into some of those stack rankings. And then also some additional movements and changes from SERP elements. And so what we did find is that within the... If you look at overall across our entire data set, is there more or less queries that are triggering these different queries? And across mobile, we saw a pretty sharp or a pretty significant increase in video integrations into the SERPs. And that's something that you haven't seen necessarily as much on desktop. And so we have seen actually kind of a ratcheting up on some of those elements, which then, you know, in, in nature pushes down the organic rankings, in which case that'll impact your visibility score. So that was kind of a nuance within e-commerce over the last 30 days that kind of has popped up. Time for a one minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. So understanding that we're seeing some shifts in the e-commerce space, talk to me about who has been impacted positively and who's been impacted negatively. Yeah, so like I said, last month, a lot of winners in the Big Ten e-commerce. This month, a lot more on like the loser side of it. Starting out, elephant in the room... Amazon actually took a bit of a tumble in this last week, going down 5%. Earlier, they're fairly stable. So no one's worried about Amazon. They're doing just fine. But Walmart was a pretty interesting one where they've had basically declines for the last 6 weeks. It's really ever since the algorithm update, they've had a pretty significant drop in their total visibility score. I mean, they're still clearly the number 2. But they're currently sitting at 1.78 million. And if you went back to the start of May, they were actually looking at over a little bit over 2 million. So pretty substantial drop there. Other ones that were doing really well prior, like Home Depot, we talked about being a super strong performance gains in the last year, beginning of this year. They took a bit of a tumble this month. Best Buy hit by the algorithm update continued to slip ever since. On the bright side, 
eBay. They've been stringing together some consistent wins and actually going back since the beginning of the year. They've had a steady week over week increase ever since the start of the year. So definitely getting a little bit of momentum. So yeah, some nice work from the eBay guys. Congratulations to my alma mater, eBay. And they also have new leadership at the company. Their new CEO was there. Well, I was there. So excited to see that they're doing well. As you think about some of the other industries that were impacted, we talked about health, we talked about e-commerce. Any other industries get shaken up this month? Yeah, a couple other just kind of random ones. And these ones I thought were interesting just as far as out of the norm, excessive kind of increases. One I thought that was kind of interesting, Cartoon Network. Really strong growth the last couple of weeks for them. Everybody needs a laugh these days, Tyson. Everybody needs a laugh. I know. I know. Google recognizes it too. (laughs) Yeah. So Cartoon Network. Yeah. They've been crushing it this month. They have some interesting stuff going on with their international domains. So I think they probably still have some more opportunity there. But yeah, like just this last week, 25% increase, you know, some strong gains for the Cartoon Network. You know, I'm going to take a break from this episode and do something that I did in the last episode. I uh, recorded with Jordan Cooney and I'm going to tell a quick SEO joke. How did the SEO find her way back through the woods? She followed the breadcrumbs. (laughs) Oh. All right. Back to your regular scheduled program. Tyson, so we're seeing the Cartoon Network picking up some visibility share, uh, you know, if they're t- they're picking up the visibility, they're taking it away from other people. Is there anybody that was negatively impacted in the entertainment industry? I think like the the negative ones, it wasn't as much of like one person taking a huge tumble. But when looking on the macro lens of all the websites that lost visibility each week of this, there was definitely that common trend of the news editorial sites. So I think... We saw some positive growth from them on the previous month. We talked about the Spotify example of how Google's interpreting the intent of someone searching like an artist name that swung in the favor of the news editorial platforms. But this month, and I think it's you really like, I mean, it's not just an isolation, but in the same way of interpreting that intent, we saw and we discussed kind of at the beginning of the conversation with the medical or the government related sites that pendulum's kind of swinging back. And I would say the news and editorials across the board took a little bit of a hit this last month. What I'm hearing is Google understands that people need to check the official health websites. They don't need to read the news as much and they really need a laugh. And so they're prioritizing the Cartoon Network over you know the New York Times or whatever the publication may be. Yeah, maybe Google got one right this month. Who knows? (laughs) Should I tell another joke? No, okay, I'll skip it. Uh, Tyson, so as you think about what happened this month, let's talk about who the big winners were. Yeah, I think big winners, those authoritative, Medicare.gov, FTC.gov, FDA.gov. I think like those ones, if you want to cluster them into a group, would be the winners. But then as far as if I'm picking one winner... You know, I'd give the head nod to eBay. Seeing the Big Ten across the board in e-commerce all taking steps backwards and them not just for this month, but looking at from the start of the year and linking together those week over the week wins, I'd give the head nod to eBay. For my winner of the month, I'm going to go with the Cartoon Network purely for the reason, yes, they had picked up some visibility, but it gives me the chance to tell another bad joke about SEO. What's a black hat's favorite food? Go for it. 
spam. <laughs> Come on now. Come oh, on I now. love it. All right, Tyson. Bad jokes aside, who's loser of the month? Uh, loser of the month. So for my losers, I'm going to stay on this e-commerce thread. And I'm actually, I'm going to call out Best Buy on this one. Big substantial drops in the algorithm update. And then seeing that continue slide in the last four weeks. I mean, even going back to the beginning of the algorithm update. So I'd put Best Buy in the, the loser bucket. For my loser of the month, I'm going to go with the news sites. We've obviously seen a lot of sort of official information being distributed more through Google. We're seeing the changes from the CDC and them picking up market share. And even, you know, as we joked around, the Cartoon Network picking up market share. It seems like all of these opinion type sites, that content is being deprioritized slightly by Google. So I'm going to call my loser of the month the media and publishing. Tyson, any last comments on this month? No, I think um, not as exciting as the previous month, but it was really interesting watching some of the changes in like search behavior and Google interpreting that intent and some of the pieces that were going into driving the changes within some of those. So, you know, a lot of movement on generic head terms and specific websites are being deemed more of authoritative or having really close relevancy to that intent. Hey, for all of us right now, I think we could take no news as good news. That said, Tyson and I are going to be back with you again to talk about how you as an SEO can prepare for another COVID-related shutdown. So that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Tyson Stockton, the Vice President of Services at Searchmetrics. We'd love to continue the conversation with you. So if you're interested in contacting Tyson, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter where his handle is Tyson underscore Stockton or you can visit his company's website, which is searchmetrics.com. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, Head over to VoicesOfSearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes, contact information for our guests. You can send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions. You can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter and my personal handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data. 